Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Podcast. This is Jessica Kupferman with my BFF, Elsie Escobar. Hello, Elsie. How are you? Hello, Jazz. Why are you laughing? I'm not joking. You're my, aren't we besties? You're like, no, I know you're not joking. I totally, I, I agree. I, I feel it with all my heart, but I do also have the feeling that you tell, sometimes you just want to punch me in the face. I have that feeling about, you know, I'm her Wait. PIA producer. Wait a minute. Why do you think I want to punch you in the face? That seems violent and, and extreme. And true. <laughs> yeah, just because, you know, stress and things and like, oh, but the this and I have to do this and I have to go there and no, don't do that. And why this? And it's like I'm the, you know, I have a nipping at your heels. An, I have <laughs> I have an upper. Stop it. I have <laughs> I have an upper level realized acceptance of you, Elsie, so you don't bother me okay. <laughs> or stress me out. What about me? I mean, I mean, the only time I've ever been stressed out to the po- I mean, the only time I'm ever stressed out is when you have no car or when your car's broken or when you can't. Mm-hmm. That's the only time because when you're when you're stranded, I get upset because I know you're upset. But that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. You just went on a road trip and I don't even know where you went. And like, you just were like, I'm on the road. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I saw a tour of uh, Whole Foods. I mean, every Instagram. I saw a lot of Whole Foods. Lot of, we're That's here again. literally all you post is Whole Foods. <laughs> well, you Why? know what? One of the reasons that I do that is because of the fact that I kind of want people to know that I'm out and about, but I also don't want them to know exactly where I am. Right. So if, so, you, want a, a, if you want a country tour of Whole Foods, follow Elsie right. Escobar. She goes on a lot of road trips, but all you see is the fucking Whole Foods. So, so if you're interested in what every Whole Foods looks like in the in the upper hemisphere of the world, (laughs) follow Elsie on Twitter and Instagram. But wait a minute, what about they rented a van this time, so they had like a brand new van? Oh, you you missed? Did you miss that, Jess? How was that? You know, I actually was just saying this to somebody. It felt like, you know, it was really great, but it also felt like it didn't fit. Like if you get like a pair of an outfit that somebody buys for you, that's really nice. It's a great outfit. And you like and it's and it fits nice, you know, but you kind of go like, well, this is just not quite mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It Can was I great. compare it, it to amazing. when you first when you date terrible men and then all of a sudden you have a really nice boyfriend. You're like, I don't know how to act with you. I only need to be treated like shit. It's, it's, it's kind of like that. Of, well, it wasn't like <laughs> that. It was just. I'm like, saying you. I'm saying a nice car. Uh, it's not even about that. It's not nice. That it's too nice to fit you. It's the fact that it's safe and runs effectively. Forget the fact that it's nice. That part was amazing. Like I, of course, yeah. that part's amazing. That's like, oh my gosh, you just know it's gonna go, and it's awesome. But the part that's like hard, it's sort of like, oh. It was so nice inside and it's we live a life that's not like there's dirt and crumbs and spills and crayons and markers and anything and and snotty, you know, clean. Yeah, I mean, give it time. Though, those you things. do have children. You, it can't be nice forever. Yeah, I'm sure. But it was just yeah, it was huge, too. You We could have fit. How many people could have been in that thing? It was like 12 
cedar. Ooh, I want to go with you next time then, if that's the truth. Yeah, it was really nice. It was a very nice experience to be in that. It, awesome. But it still felt like weird because it was not wide. It was tall. So you could actually yeah. stand up in it. Ooh. It was very tall. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was really cool. It was kind of like being in an airplane, kind of. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah, so in, right, in that right. respect, it, uh, it was all awesome. It was really great. That's really cool. All right, cool. Well, I'm glad you're home safe, even though I still don't know where you went. Where did you go exactly? We went to Texas. We went to Fort Worth. And back. You went to da- Oh, you went to Dallas. Oh. Yeah. Not Dallas, Fort Worth. I mean, they're the same. <laughs> oh, God. You can, no, you can stand in Fort Worth and spit on Dallas. Why are they different? Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, can but you? it's still not. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you can, but it's sort of like saying like, yeah, I mean, I don't live in Asheville. I'm outside of Asheville, but I wouldn't call where I live Asheville. That's not fair to Asheville. But I'm saying like, if you go to Kinko's, you're in Dallas. If you go back to Staples, you're in Fort Worth. Like, isn't it like right there? Like, is there, I thought they it's blended together kind it's of. It's about an hour. No? It's all about right, an hour. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, but, well, but still, yeah, yeah. All right. So you went to Dallas. Yeah. I hope you had a wonderful time. I did. It was amazing. Good. It was super Super great with hang out with the girls and whatnot. So it was awesome. And you've just been working your butt off, right? Yes. You podcast live stuff. Yeah. Right. All I'm saying is that I think we should move along now, to talk about a little bit of news, and then go back and do a little bit of, of She Podcast Live update. How's that? The news you can use for the informed podcaster, podcasting news. Hey, before we get on this, I just wanted to say thank you to Emily. Emily did fantastic on the last episode, and it was such a great episode. I loved it so much when I was listening, just to share. And also, while we're at it, happy birthday, because her birthday was yesterday. And if you guys are hearing this, on Monday, she just had a birthday last week. So please, yeah, please wish her a happy birthday. Happy birthday, Em. I did say something sweet to her on Instagram, I think. Not on purpose because of her birthday, but because of she's just awesome. So that is that is all. I mean finally. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So we, we, we need to talk about this because we've had questions inside of She Podcasts. There has been so much talk all over the place about this. Uh do you want to lead into this bit of news here while I find what the conversation is inside of She Podcast so that I can address it and then tell them, come listen to the podcast person. Okay, go. Okay. I think I know what you just told me to do. So we're talking about Luminary about a month ago. A month ago, Luminary decided they were going to be the next Netflix of podcasting. They came onto the playground. They waved their fancy money around. They're like new money with their like gold chains and diamond teeth or whatever. And they showed us all that they have a 100 million in VC, in venture capital, and that they're going to be the new Netflix of podcasting. And the way that they did it was they said... One tweet, podcasts don't need ads. And then all the podcasters subsequently went, fuck you. (laughs) Most of them were like, "Um, yeah, you're right. Podcasters should just work for free or who do you think you are or blah, 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 blah. They all got very angry. The CEO at the time said, thank you so much for the conversation. We agree that podcasters need to be paid what they're worth. We just would like to, you know, give the users – you know, the choice, 
you know, I guess when they did that tweet, they must have been thinking like all the users are going to go, yes, finally, woohoo, we love you, Luminary's the best, having no clue that like the people who drive the podcast industry, even the listeners are the content creators because we're the ones constantly recruiting people to listen. I mean, people who listen also recruit other people, but it's not as if there's like a mad rush to podcasting. Like those of us who create content are also the draw. So you can't piss us off. And that's kind of what happened. So now that they've launched, they launched this week and already People have pulled out, so they don't have they don't have the Spotify premium collection, whatever it is. Joe Rogan won't go on there. A bunch of exclusive content creations have pulled out of Luminary. Every podcast, just so you know, is on Luminary. If you go on Luminary and you search for your podcast, it will be there. What isn't definite yet, I don't think, is how they're going to make users pay $10 a month for some of the content, all of the content, if they are going to do all of the content, how are they going to – like if Elsie and I do a baked-in ad, how are they going to rip that out? And also, I haven't given them permission to use our show. And also, they're going to make money off of my content without my permission. That seems off. So there's a lot of people who are not very happy with their service, and that's why they're taking them off the, the uh, platform. I would also say that they're flawed in one respect – one very important respect. If they knew anything about the podcast industry as a whole, what they would know from doing just a five minutes worth of research is that listeners don't mind podcast advertising. In fact, it has not, it's nothing like YouTube advertising or even television advertising. Well, they'll go out of their way and kill their firstborn child just to skip commercials. However, when you're listening to a podcast, you know, surveys have shown over and over and over that listeners enjoy those ads. So there's not really a high incentive to give them five, ten, fifteen dollars a month to get rid of them. In fact, I'd venture to say there's literally no incentive. If 20% of people don't want to hear the ads, that's still not a very good share of the market. And it's hardly the Netflix of anything. Netflix is brilliant because everyone hates television commercials. So I think they've got it wrong in that capacity for sure. Elsie, are you, what do you think? Well, I think we have a couple of different things. Yes to all the things that you said. You kind of like gave an over overview of their, their model and who they are in the scene and all that kind of stuff. And unfortunately, the biggest issue at this moment, and this was before what happened, which is what we're going to get to here in a moment, because people are pulling out because they do say that, you know, ads suck and the fact that they are having sort of like a, a walled garden sort of uh, perspective in the podcasting scene. And so if you're in, in Luminary, you supposedly if you, you know, pay, what is it? I think it's eight or $10. $8 is what I read, but it, maybe it is $10. And um, I know, I'm you just, get I'm all just the sexual forecasting. content, you know, so there's that. But and then so if you don't have all the things in there, then people aren't going to want to use your app. As you know, people have a hard time changing apps. I mean, we're really right. loyal to where we you listen to our content. So that's just one yes. perspective. That's before all this crap went down with the fact that what they were perceived to be doing at the beginning is rehosting a file. And which means that they were adding your everybody's RSS feeds into the app, right? You by using the, I would assume, Apple Podcast API, which everybody else uses. So this is not unusual. 
people. This is not unusual. This is how apps get your I repeat, content this is, not is by using the iTunes API. Okay. That's what happens. But what they were doing that's differently than the other apps is that they were, the perception was that they were hosting your file. So when you were going in there, they were essentially doing what Spotify does. Spotify rehosts your file, which means that they, you know, grab your RSS feed, they kind of grab your file, and then they process it on their end on their servers so that they get server side stats, which is why they're Except not Spotify, generally included in your regular stats. What? Except Spotify already has a huge audience. No one's going to argue if Spotify decides to play your podcast, but. You know, they start making, they can't start making money off of it. They already have a subscription model and all the podcasts are free. Whereas I, we have a feeling for some reason, it's like a, an understood thing that Luminary is going to all of a sudden just start charging for the content that doesn't belong to them. Maybe that's bullshit. I don't know. No, but ho- hold on. Let me sh- tell you why this is <laughs> what the difference is between the Spotify thing and the Luminary thing. Okay. Cause this is where it gets. <laughs> With Spotify and Stitcher, Stitcher also rehosts your files when they bring, or they did in the past, when they grab your content, which is why you have to apply separately to have your podcast in Stitcher. That's the point. If you go into Spotify, you got to sign the terms of service. You fill out an, appli- an application, essentially. You tell them it is okay for them to have your content. What Luminary did is they didn't ask permission. They just added your content. And that's what is not okay. So if you don't want your content in there, you definitely should have the chance to not be in there, right? I mean, if you don't want your show on Apple Podcasts, don't put it in the, you have to, you have to submit it into iTunes Connect, into Podcast Connect. You have to do that. So what happened with with um, Luminary is that they grabbed it all, which is what all the other podcast apps do. But they were also doing some stuff, which was not necessarily leading to the original file. They have, as of, you know, yesterday, we're recording on a Friday, changed that. So now they have removed the proxy that they had set forth. And now the file that is being delivered to them is the file that you uploaded, which is what most other podcast apps are doing. So they are coming all the way through. They've, they didn't, they actually came into the scene not necessarily wanting to do this because they wanted to be evil. They came into the scene because they thought they knew better coming into podcasting right now because then they just wanted to fix, you know, things that were broken. And therefore, the way that they thought would be easier would be to do this. But they, unfortunately, the problem was that they didn't really do very much research in how. So in other words, they're, they flawed on two different levels. Yes. They're, okay. Yes. Sorry. I got you. Yes. So that's why it's so in their pie in their face, because not only did they fail with that initial tweet from the beginning and everybody got mad about like coming into the scene and trying to take over, then when they actually launched... The way that their tech was set up and the way that they were aggregating podcasts were completely not the way that things are done ever for technical, like for actual technical reasons and real like that's where that's a copyright issue, because what they were doing is they were grabbing people's MP3s, essentially, and making a copy without their permission. Like Spotify does that, but they have your permission. You you applied. You said yes. To them, you signed the dotted line. Luminary wasn't doing that. And so now they've fixed that. But the re- the reason that they gave for doing it that way is because they felt it would be better. And so 
two times now. They have thought that it would be better, or more times maybe, that it would be better to do this without actually doing any, again, any research about the actual industry, not just in, uh, in, on models of making money, but also on just the tech. How dumb is that? I mean, you have all this money. And you can't do the simplest thing of just finding out if your product is needed. Are you that arrogant? Because you're what? A listener? You think you know all the answers because you're a listener? Is that what their shtick is? We're listeners and podcast lovers? I think that's what it says on their website, that they're enthusiasts. Well, yeah, I, I don't know. They have a really cool video on the front. I mean, their website's really cool. Like the, I was like really impressed with the way that they marketed on their website. It was really cool. They have a really well, neat video on the front and stuff. But anyway, but they're completely disconnected from the, the realities. And again, they didn't do it out of malice. They did it because they're totally not in stupidity. touch. And, and again, an arrogance, but just it's yeah. But it also this gets into the, the into the conversation around, you know, when you step into a conversation and you don't mean to hurt somebody's feelings, your intent was never to be nefarious or evil, but the impact of your actions were, right? So there's only so much we're going to sit back and go, ah, okay, all right, well, why don't you do a little bit of work then? Can you go and look at yourself <laughs> right. and then just, you know, when next time you make a choice, kind of ask. Right. If this is right. out of step, possibly, even though you mean well, right. because it, it anyway, but anyway, they've really stepped. And, and the questions that we have like on She Podcast right now is a gigantic thread of people going like, oh, my God, everybody's freaking out. Should I have my content in this th- in this place there? Are they going to make money off of me? And really, no, they're not going to make money off of you. This is a podcast aggregator app. The end. Um, I really don't think they're going to get very much traction, especially based with this. They're going to have to clean up their game a, a little bit. I don't see a problem having our show like delivered over there at this moment. They haven't answered those questions. I don't think people are going to go paying for premium content on Luminary. And then we're not going to get a cut like that just doesn't make any sense in my own head, as in they're paying for the extra content that's being created for Luminary. They're not being created like they have a free tier. So it's like everything else out there. It is like kind of like anything else that has a free tier that you look at. So I don't think that they are making money off of my content, meaning whatever. I know that there's some people who feel very, very strongly that the way that they're built that they're doing business is not okay. And there is a way to have your show taken down, which we will have a, sh- a link in the show notes for anybody who is listening to the show that does not want their show on Luminary. And you can go ahead and fill out the application and they will take you down from their app if it's that important to you. I think that they will learn from this, hopefully. And if not, they will just disappear because that's what happens. That's what yep. happens. And yeah, everybody left and right. And and unfortunately, there are some good people like one of my favorites, Manoush from Note to Self is starting Note to Self backup under the paywall of Luminary. And, you know, I'm cool with her doing that and, and making money and all of that stuff because they're giving a lot of money to people. Don't you remember we had this conversation, Just What if Luminary came? No. They came after us and they gave us the money. I was like, let's do it. Because All you know, that money. Might, might as well take it. <laughs> take the money. I know, Keep doing I our know. stuff, but we'll take the money. <laughs> I wish I could. I mean, it, it's that's what makes me sad is that it, it just feels like money I could have used down into the toilet. I hate it. Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it makes right? me so upset. Mm-hmm. It's like it's awful. Anyway, and their de- the deals are million dollar deals that they're putting out there with some of these content creators, and that's like. And I guess the last thing, and I don't know what you guys think about this, but this is the part that really like gets me. The part that people are going to judge. Let's say Luminary fails, okay, and then what the narrative is going to be for, especially for VC companies or VC backers, is that you don't invest in podcasting because it's a big fail. You know, yeah. it reflects on our industry, not on the pathetic, you the, know, way in which they have stepped into the medium and done what they've done. D- see, does the that problem make sense? is that they're investing in the industry, not in the people. They really need to pay attention to who they're investing the money into, not what. They're so concerned with what, because they think podcasting is a big cash grab, but it's not going to be that if you don't pay attention. It's frustrating. Yeah. And then and, and so that's why it makes me sad. It makes me sad that people are, are going to look at it and go like, oh, well, we're not going to put any money into this medium because obviously everything fails because there's these colossal right. fails by companies that are doing these things with all of this money. And unfortunately, it only it has to do with the fact that just like you mentioned, they're not doing their research. They're not touching base with people. You can't do that. Anywho, whatevs. Blah. So that was the our luminary take. And then uh, just a couple of other things here in terms of the news. Zuckerberg has a podcast, Jess. <laughs> I forgot to put the link in there. The question is whether or not you've listened to it. I need to know. I have not had any time. I actually, you know what? I could swear I read somewhere that it's in Spotify. Is it a Spotify exclusive? It says, for Gizmodo, this is the title. Today's Fresh Hell brings us a Spotify podcast from Mark Zuckerberg. Was that weird? Today's that Fresh Hell. Weird. There you go. I forgot to link that to that so that you guys could see it because it was kind of funny. But anyway, let me see where it says. Oh, this is, oh my gosh, this article is so snarky. It's crazy. So this is the second sentence. Quote, Facebook announced this news on Twitter. Yes, you read that correctly. Sharing a link to Spotify, landing page for tech and society with Mark Zuckerberg. You may remember the Facebook partnership with Spotify that gave the latter the ability to read users' private messages as just one of the seemingly endless string of privacy and other scandals that highlight the numerous ways Facebook continues to be a stain on society. But ha ha! Whatever, right? Back to podcast news. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I guess he has two podcasts available. One of them is titled On Technology and Law and the other one On Journalism, Privacy and Regulation. You know, what's weird is that even though it's weird that he has a podcast, it does give it some kind of weird credibility just because it's Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah, I know. But it's also an annoying kind of credibility because it's nerdy because he's doing it. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I feel weird about it, but I know I won't listen to it because he I mean, if he looks like a robot, imagine what he sounds like. I know. (laughs) You know? Yeah, I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, I would like to, I guess I would listen, I guess. And it's funny because the last sentence on the Gizmodo article says, that said, if there's a single topic of interest that I think we can all agree would be a surefire home run on this newly minted Zuckerberg podcast, it's goat murder. (laughs) I don't know what that means. That has to have some kind of reference to something (laughs) Zuckerberg-y. Were they, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. So... Anyway, there's that. And then lastly, Pippa was acquired by ACAST. So anybody out there, raise your hand. Do you know what Pippa is? I do not. What is it? It's a podcast host. It's another podcast host, kind of like Simplecast and 
uh, Spreaker and Blueberry and all of that. So they're a, a podcast host mm-hmm. that was acquired by Acast. So it's kind of like the Spotify acquires Anchor thing, but in a smaller. How big was Pippa? Do game. you know? So uh, I don't think it was that big. I think that they're again. I don't think they're huge. Yeah, they they weren't like one of the top top people to go with, but. I mean, meaning like the, the large companies, but it seems like they are they are joining Acast. So there you go. There you go. Anyway, those are the news of the week. I think that those are the biggest news that we needed to chat about here. But um, we need to have a transitional thingy for all of the She Podcast live updates. Like we have to have a segment, which is what we're going to talk about right now. Already. All right, so how about just you say, and now, She Podcast Live, update. Okay. And now, an update on She Podcast Live. All right, I'll add some music to that. Are you ready? I'm ready. And now, an update on She Podcast Live. Let's see, what do we want the people to know? What is there to know? Well, we offered applications last week to the backers. And since then, I've gotten about 70 or 80 applications. Clearly, I'm not going to be able to choose them all. And then today, Friday, we're going to open it up to people who have not backed the event and allow new people who didn't back us to to apply to speak. So I just want to let everyone know that there cannot possibly be enough spaces for everyone that we want to speak. And I'm very sorry. In advance, there's always next year. I am signing the hotel contract today. It is the fourth version of a 14-page contract. I had no idea that it would ever be this complicated. And still, the little details are not perfect. So, like, for example, like, I was just looking over it. And so there's all these different areas. And, and like, in the contract, it states, like, what time you have to set up this room, what time you have to set up this room. And they have the rooms opposite. So the vendor area is one, two, three. They have it as six, seven, eight. And now I'm afraid, like, if I sign this, I have to change my vendor area. So I think I might need version five. (laughs) I'm not sure. Oh, my gosh. I know. It's like it's it's definitely fine tooth combing. And and that part, thank God, I don't have to haggle with the hotel myself. We have like Chris and I have a an intermediary, which is really helpful because he knows what things we can get away with, what things not to push back on. So it's been really I mean, Chris by himself has been really helpful, but this guy's been really helpful, too. Last week on the show with Emily, we thought up the introvert extrovert party and we've gotten really, really good feedback that that's something that you guys are interested in doing. So I'm very excited about that. Should we do our, our Q&A super squad thing so that we can tell, kind of let people know what we do in the super squad a little bit? We've been talking about this for a while. It's sort of like our Patreon $5 a month thing. So you just to be in the super squad, you just have to pay $5 a month on Patreon and you're in. Yay. And one of the reasons that we created this is because there's too many questions going on. We felt inside of She Podcast and also the the group, She Podcast, the Facebook group, which is now over 12,000 women. And it's insane. And it's amazing in there. But there's a lot of times when we felt like we weren't as present as we could could be and have the greatest amount of impact and information and value add because there's so many questions happening over and over again. So the Super Super Squad is kind of like a distilled mini She Podcast. And in that group, Jess and I take turns answering questions every, you know, every other week she does and I do and she does not Facebook Live and I do it via Voxer Broadcast. 
And um, we do that and we just go deep into a lot of questions. We do them for about any time, anywhere from a half an hour to an hour, depending on how many questions we have. And so this week was my week. And we thought in order for you guys to know like the kinds of questions that we answer, um, we're going to showcase one of the questions that we got. So this is the one that we got from Stacy, and Jess didn't answer this because it's usually just one of us. So I'm going to read the question then, Jess, if you won't have any thoughts around this, please feel free, obviously, because I'm asking you to say this. So Stacy from right. Diabetes Connections asked, uh, let's talk reusing back catalog. I have 222 episodes, and I'm finding that a lot of my new listeners haven't heard the first 100, at least. Any tips or ideas on how to put some of these episodes back out there? Some of the topics are timely and now outdated, but others are evergreen. I'm thinking of just a new introduction and playing the interview as a bonus episode. Other ideas? Should I link back to the original episode and call it classic or something in the social media posts? So Stacy has been doing this for quite a while, you know, and she does have obviously 222 episodes. Her show is very specific. And again, she mentioned that she has timely and sort of very um, outdated content. And there's some content that is totally evergreen. So what I would do, what I challenged her to do is to kind of go back to her back catalog and see what the most important conversations that are still evergreen for her, for her community, which is the diabetes community, are still resonant and super important to her to drive home, right? Anything that has to do with living a life with diabetes or maybe a specific, you know, something medically that needs, that is really important or life advice or something like that, that is constant, that she feels that her current audience, somebody who just came in, would really benefit from, to pick like 10 of those and then kind of not repurpose them, but have like a new intro to them, give a little bit of an update of what's going on with her, maybe some current things that are happening now in this moment, and then give a little why as to why she is sort of recasting this episode again, because it is, and then she highlights it. It's because this conversation is so important with this and that and the other, and put it out there. And if you want to listen to the original episode, feel free to, and then link back to that. That's what I offer to do in a larger scope. And I like the idea of calling them classic. I really love that, like Diabetes Connection Classic, sort of revisited and publishing that on the feed. The other way to do it would be to add to like an episode like we have right now, Jess, that we're just doing an episode, just add an, another little bit that is, um, if you want to listen to like old school she podcast, listen to episode 14. That was one of the best, like whatever, I'm just coming up with that. And then have a link in the show notes if you guys want to listen to us talk about when Jess, you know, something having to do with Isaac when he was just born or the first episode that Jess came back from when Isaac was born. If you guys want to listen to that, here's a link in the show notes. And that's like the easier okay. way to sort of introduce people to your back catalog. Essentially, that's kind of what I said. My answer is similar. I think I would, I mean, like I've seen, especially on blogs, people talk about the same topic in a thousand different ways, like how to grow your show, how to increase your audience, how to increase your audience with Instagram, how to do it with Facebook, how to, da, da, da. so I'm wondering if she can repurpose those interviews, but have a 15 or 20 minute not recap, but new, not a, not even a new take. Just discuss it again herself and then say, and also I'm going to play for you this interview I did. It's a little bit, you know, from a while ago, but a lot of the points that the person makes still resonates. Off you go. But I'd probably do like a fresh episode of it for no reason other than because 
it's still new. Con- it's technically new content, I guess. <laughs> right. Does that make sense? Yeah. John, do you have any ideas on that, on that kind of stuff? Repurposing? Since you know, do you know um, Stacy's content? So you can have some thoughts on that too. Yeah. What do you think, John? As a podcast listener, sometimes I'm like, why am I listening to this? Because especially if they, the person just puts says, okay, here's the episode 46 that you could go back and listen to episode 46. Here it is. And I'm like, well, I'm not listening because I listened to episode 46. Or maybe I would listen to it if the content was good. Honestly, it's a hit or miss for me. I think that if you're going to do that, sometimes you should package it. Like, I, here's a good spot from here. Or here's some things from this episode. Or maybe yeah. a best of. But honestly, I think it's hit or miss. Unless you only have 100 in your back feed and you have 200 episodes and it's not one that someone could get, that's a different story. But if it's in your feed... You can always say go back to episode 46. I mean, I hear a lot of people say, Daniel J. Lewis used to say this. You know, I talked about this in episode so-and-so. It'll be in the show notes if you want to go listen to it. And then there's a link in the show notes. And if you want to go listen to it, you go back and press it. But sometimes I feel you're waiting for an episode and all of a sudden, it's like when you're watching TV, when you're waiting for a new episode of The Orville and they put another one on because the Oscars are on. (laughs) You know, it's like, no. Right. You know, it's a, it's a disappointment. Oh man. oh, man. Yeah, you can't just flat do it. You have to retake it in some way and then lead into it with like a, here's an old episode. But listen, it's still true that X, Y, and Z, and it's still true that A, B, yeah. and C, like, and still discuss, you know, discuss around the topic before you replay it, because then it's new content, I think. Yeah, that's how I would do it, too. It would be a little bit like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If right now something came up that you guys talked about and it was just new and fresh, but you guys had talked about it, you say, okay, hey, listen, this is really in the news right now. We talked about this back then. We really believe it's true today. Here's what we talked about and let it go or link it. Honestly, I think it's however you want to do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I guess cool. that, that that's the end. Why? And you know what? Here's the other thing, too, that I was thinking about is she can, like, it's her show. So we can test it, right? It's not like you're deciding and now that's what's going to be, right? You can test it out and do a test run. See what Mm. the audience says about it. Try it. I would say try it more than once. I would say, um, you know, put it out there on your feed. Do a little repurposing exactly like what Jess said, which I think is really important to kind of like understand or like set the foundation as to why somebody would do this or like why you would find this episode valuable again, right? Instead of just going back to the back catalog to to download it, put that out there as new content. Get a little bit of feedback. Continue on your way with your regular episodes. The next month, do it again and see how that goes. And then just gather a little bit of feedback from your people. See what they're saying to you. They'll they'll be they'll let you know. And if it's mostly valuable for people, where people really enjoy it, and then there's like a couple of people who are like, "Oh God, I can't believe you're doing this." Blah 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 blah. Then what you can do is be able to kind of like discern and tell your people and say like, hey, guys, I'm going to name it differently. This is a classic. If you want to skip through the classics when you see them on the feed, please go ahead and do that. And so people can skip it. Yeah. If you're doing this to take two weeks off because you don't want a podcast, but you still want download numbers, don't do that. You know right. what I mean? It's almost like mm. you're gaming a system because they're just mm. going to come. They're going to say they're going to come in. They're going to download it. They're going to listen to it. and They're going to go, oh, you know what? I listen to this. I'm not going to do it. But I mean, if it's something that you think that's going to be you know, a benefit to your audience, then by all means, do something like that. But if you're just trying to look, I'm going to take four weeks off and I'm going to give you four replays. So you're going to download them and I keep my numbers up. To me, it's a little scammy. 
Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But I do think it's important not to have to reinvent the wheel because as because we already have, you know, we're already pouring our heart and soul into what we create. Why recreate it from scratch? You don't I don't think right. you need to do that either. There's a you know, there's been times just though that I've thought about uh, way back, like at the beginning when you were out, when you had just had Isaac, um, I did mm-hmm. a couple of interviews not interviews. It was conversations. I did one with Erica Learmark on sales and I did one with Ann Samoylov on ads. And the whole entire episode was based on that one topic. And those two topics, I think, are really kind of important for us to kind of revisit again. So I would like, I mean, that would be really cool to kind of redo, especially the Anne Samoylov episode and, and just kind of like address the same conversations that, that we did in that episode, but with now, right? Now, as you and I know so much more about, this was like in 20, when was Isaac born? 2015? 14, Sorry. 14, 14. 14. But the end, so, the end. Yeah. So then like, it's been so long. So that would be really cool to kind of revisit. Because, I mean, even though the majority of the things that we talked about are still, I mean, they're exactly, they are, that's still happening. There are other ways that we, like there's some money uh, numbers that have changed. There's some other types of advertising that you can do. There's, you know, more terms to address, you know, stuff like that. Tons of information has changed since then. Tons of it. Yeah. Yeah. So then um, like if we, that would be really cool to have like a another revisiting topic, right? So that's one of the reasons I don't send people necessarily to those episodes. I mean, the sales one with Erica, I think is still really relevant. And I'll have a link in the show notes for sure for those, because that's just sales tactics. Like that's not like, that's mindset and, you know, imposter syndrome and putting yourself out there, you know, all that kind of stuff, which is still super uh, relevant. But with the Anne one, I think that we could definitely revisit a topic on that, like a full on episode with that. No, you're totally but right. But if I thought that it was still solid, I would just go like, just listen to that show or maybe bring a piece of it and bring it forward, mm-hmm. you know? You're right. Totally true. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. So if you guys have anything to add or say about this topic, please let us know. Feedback at ShePodcasts.com. Can't wait to hear from you about what you guys do with repurposing it, your content, whether or not you think we are full of crap. So please let us yeah. know. You know what I'm most interested in, guys? It's not necessarily that you've done it, but how your audience has received it. Because there's a lot of people who, um, especially, uh, that's my my feel with podcasting stuff. You get a lot of tips from people. You get a lot of advice from people. And people say like, oh, I've done this, you know, but you never really hear what the end product is, meaning how is it received and did it work or not? Because usually you just hear, <laughs> you, should, you just hear the tip. So if anybody has done something like this and it's been positive or negative or how you did what you did send us feedback audio feedback would be awesome we would love to hear it all right well thank you guys so much for listening we're gonna go ahead and wrap it on up here we go if you want to follow us on facebook instagram or twitter we are at she podcast you can join our free group facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash she podcast Check out the new She Podcast Live website, shepodcastlive.com. And if you have not bought your ticket, please do so. I think that's it for now. Uh, See you next time. Have a wonderful week. Love you. Mean it. Bye.